0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. You know the deal. We're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Davie, actually, which is a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. Stones throw away. You can come to our services, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., You can find our services online at ahop.online, just the first service. The second one, what is it? How do I say it? That's right. It's too hot to handle. (laughs) Ahop.online, catch it. We've been preaching on the remnant. That's the second uh, service, not broadcast, but you can find that online at schoolofthespirit.tv, discerning the remnant. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, prophetic network, contending for a pure prophetic flow, doing prophetic life together, tapping into prophetic potential, We are going for it. I've got some great news on the prophetic front coming pretty soon here. Tightening your belt of truth. That's the devotion today from our devotional victory decrees. Listening daily. Oh. Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. I was giving you the tag for mornings with the Holy Spirit. I'm pressing through some major technology uh, hindrances this morning. Uh, and it's going to be one of those days where we're going to have to press through the distractions. So intercessors, pray on your side. I'm ready to run. Today's devotion is titled, Tighten Your Belt of Truth. And here's what I heard the Lord say. When the enemy is attacking you, Tighten your belt of truth one more notch. The truth will guard your mind from the poisonous thoughts the enemy is trying to plant in your soul. The truth will spring up as a harvest of righteousness that will drill dr- drown out the voice of the wicked one. So refuse to allow the enemy to strip you of your belt of truth, but instead fasten it securely. Truth is a weapon that never fails to overcome the enemy's most sophisticated, subtle lies, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, that's a good word. I don't care where you're from. John eight thirty two, Ephesians 6, 14, Psalm 145, 18 are the scripture references for today. Now, the prayer starter and the decree. Come on. Father, help me avoid the slippery slope of deception. Help me keep your belt, your belt, your belt of truth tightly fastened around my waist so I do not stray from your heart. I decree every lie from the pit of hell that has been launched against my mind is abolished. I declare I speak the truth and walk in the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. And Amen. Father, we thank you this morning that you are God and you reign, reign supreme. You are our God and you reign supreme. You reign over our lives. You reign over the nations. You are the supreme ruler of the universe and you reign as king of kings and lord of lords, warrior of warriors, ruler of rulers, lover of lovers. You are the one true living God. You reign reign supreme. Come on, I can't get over that. You reign supreme. You rule and reign in the nations. You rule and reign from the heavens. Oh, Jesus, I thank you that you have made us kings and priests to you. And we reign with you in this life. Your word says that we reign as kings with you in this life. So help us, Lord, today to understand our authority, to understand our rulership, to understand our our kingship, to understand who it is that we really are. We rule and reign with you in this life, in this age, not just in the age to come. Your word says that we rule in Christ with Christ in this age at this moment. We are rulers. Jesus is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the ruler of rulers. We thank you, Lord, that we are rulers, rulers in our cities and rulers in our home and rulers of our own selves. God, help us, Lord, to rule our own mind, to rule our own soul. Oh, God, help us to rule our own emotions. We can't be rulers in nations until we're rulers of our own emotions, rulers of our own will submit. It to you rulers of our imagination casting down the vain ones that the enemy brings along here and there. Oh God, we are rulers. We are created in your likeness in your image and you are a king. You are a priest. You are a ruler. You are a Lord. You are a warrior. Help us Lord to understand what you've deposited on the inside of us. The spirit of the living God dwelling in us resurrection power dwelling in us in us rulership manifesting through us God help us to manifest what you put in us huh? help us to manifest on the outside what you have put on the inside and not just kingship not just priesthood not just rulership not just the warrior but love the fruit of the spirit oh God you have put your fruit in our spirit you brought it with us when you came to dwell on the inside of us you brought it in seed form help us to water the seeds that you've planted instead of watering the seeds that the enemy has planted oh God would you help us to water the seeds that you have planted instead of watering the seeds that the enemy has planted oh god would you help us to water the seed of love Instead of watering those hateful seeds that the enemy tries to sow in our hearts, discord, envy against our brothers, our sisters, against evildoers. Oh God, would you help us to water the seed of love? Because love does not envy. It does not boast. It is patient. It is kind. Help us, Lord, to water the seeds that you have put in our hearts, that, that, that seed That seed of meekness, that seed of kindness. I just laugh at the goodness of God that he has deposited in us. Everything we need to succeed, there's the seed to succeed. (laughs) he's put in us the seeds that we need to succeed. Do you see it? Do you understand? He's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness, but many times we don't appropriate it. We don't tap into it, or there's so seemingly little of it that we can't scratch the surface of where we want to go with what we think we have, but we have so much more than what we think we have. Oh, Jesus, we have so much more in us than what we think we have. Oh, Jesus, and we can press into that this morning. I just, God is taking us somewhere and I I need to slow down for a moment and just wait upon Him. He wants to take us somewhere. He wants to make a deposit today, yeah? He wants to make a deposit today, yeah? God wants to make a deposit in your hearts today. He's always depositing. He's always depositing. He's always sowing. He's always sharing. He's always giving. He wants to make a deposit today so that we can have something to withdraw, to share with the world. Father, we thank you today that we have come before you, that you might impart some spiritual gift to us, some spiritual capability, some spiritual strength that we might be established. Father, you see how the enemy is trying to move us off position, You see how the enemy is trying to move us away from your promises, your yes and amen promises. You see it. You see the wiles of the wicked one trying to move us off of your word, trying to move us off of the decision that we made in the last season. Father, would you deposit strength even now, more strength in our spirits. Would you give us, Lord, that enduring spirit that you speak about in your word, that persevering spirit (laughs) creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, God. If we have strayed from your heart, if we have strayed from your leadership, if we have failed to obey you because our strength was little, if we fainted in the day of adversity because our strength was small, Father, would you fill us again? Would you make a heavenly deposit? Would you Share with us your wisdom. Share with us your strength. Lord, your word says that we are partakers of the divine nature. And so we put a demand on that promise right now. We collect on that promise right now. Lord, we're lacking. Your word says if if any man lacks to come to you. And we're lacking. We are sore lacking in many things. And so we're coming to you today with heart wide open with arms wide open with eyes wide open with our mouth wide open singing praises to you knowing that today you are going to make a deposit you're going to deposit in us whatever it is that we need not just to get through this day but the days to come we're going to walk by faith and not by sight but God We need something that we don't even know what it is. We need something and we can't even articulate it with human words. We need something and ultimately what we need is more of you. I mean, that just sums it up. We we just really need more of you. I mean, that's what it's really boiling down to. That's where the rubber meets the road is we need more of you and we know that that means less of us and so would you help us to decrease Willingly. Because willingness has to come and obedience has to come from the inside. It has to come from the deep recesses of who we really are. That total agreement without any flinching, without any notion of turning back, burning the bridges to the past way of life, choosing to press on to the thing, the highest call, the highest call, the highest call. Lord, we need more of you to obey you. We need more of you to love you more. We need more of you to do what you've called us to do, to become the person that you've called us to be. We've got to decrease. And it's so contrary to the world that we live in that we would decrease. Most people are wanting to increase, and many people don't understand the value of decreasing. Help us, Lord, to understand that sometimes taking the high road means taking the low road, the road of a servant, the road of one who washes another's feet. Would you help us, Lord, today to decrease that you might increase in us so that we can increase your way. Would you help us, Lord, today to choose to abandon ourselves to your love, to choose to abandon ourselves to your will, to choose to decrease that you might increase. I know you don't like me today. You wanted a bless-me-only prophecy, but that's not what you're getting. It'll bless you, but that's not the only thing it'll do. Help us, Lord, to decrease that you might increase. <laughs> help us, Lord, to decrease that you might increase. Shara ma shur robo shabashi kete robaashi kete romo shibrastra robaashi kete ga tara baashi kete romo shibeshabashi kete robo shi kete ga tara baba shaka tara ba Help us, Lord, to decrease that You might increase. Help us, Lord, to decrease that You might increase. Help us, Lord, to decrease that You might increase. Help us, Lord, to decrease, that you might increase. I don't know why I'm sensing so much resistance. It's not coming from me. I know we have a lot of new people on the broadcast, and I I imagine you just wanted a prophetic word. Here's your prophetic word. It's time for you to decrease. (laughs) So that God can increase. And when you do that, you'll see the increase that God desires for you to have. Father, would you help us to stop living the low life when there's a high life available? Would you help us, Lord, to stop living a life where we're chasing idols, when we could be chasing you and finding fulfillment that only comes from you? Would you help us, Lord, today to stop seeing things the way that the world sees them and measuring success the way the world measures success and begin to see that your ways are higher than our ways and to go after those ways? not just to, to go after the knowledge of the holy, but the knowledge of the ways of the holy. Understanding your ways, knowing your paths. Teach us the way of life, God. Teach us the way of life. Would you would you teach us the way of life, oh God? There's a better way. We know there's a better way. We know there's a better way. We know that you are the better way and you know the better way. You'll show us the better way. If we choose to decrease, that you might increase. We thank you, Lord, that you'll help us to submit ourselves to you, not just mental assent, but a deep willingness that comes from the inner man, a yes in the inner life, the Inward obedience to what you're calling us to. Help us, Lord, to, to dig deeper. To go below the surface level. We all know there's been times where we've obeyed out of emotion. It sounded good. God's will sounded good. God's will sounded good in the moment it felt good. When we had to pick up that cross and walk down our own Delarosa road to the place of crucifixion, all of a sudden it wasn't joyful anymore. All of a sudden we wish we hadn't said yes. All of a sudden it didn't feel good anymore. All of a sudden our emotions turned against us and tried to talk us out of doing God's will. I don't know who I'm talking to. Maybe I'm just talking to me. You can't truly embrace all that God is unless you embrace the cross, unless you embrace your own cross. I just had a picture of someone, and I believe it represents many, just resisting and trying to get off the cross. That just makes it hurt worse. Can you imagine being on a cross with nails in your hand and feet and actually trying to get loose? It's just going to rip more flesh. Why not just... Submit to the will of the Father. You can't embrace God at the highest levels if you do not embrace the work of the cross, if you do not embrace your own cross. Jesus said, pick up my cross and follow, pick up your cross and follow me. Pick it up, and I see a road, (laughs) ha ha. In the spirit right now, I see a road, a pathway, and there's all these crosses laying on the ground. My God. Somebody needs to write this down and send it to me. I don't want to. I just, I literally see in the spirit a road with all these crosses just lying on the pathway. And the Lord showed me. (laughs) That was tragic. The Lord showed me these are the crosses of the people that were following me. But when the pressure became too much, (laughs) They cast aside the cross instead of casting their cares on me. I mean, there's just cross after cross after cross. It almost looks like a graveyard. And these were people that started down the path to self-denial. These were the people that started down the path to the knowledge of the holy. These are the people who started down the way of life, that narrow road that's constricted by pressure. And when the pressure became too great, when the cost became too much, They abandoned the cross and turned back. What a sight. What a sight. Guys, I need someone to write all that out and send it to me, please. What a sight. How sad, how tragic. Father, let that not be said of us that we pick up our cross and follow you for a little while. But when persecution comes, we lay down the cross. (sighs) Help us, Lord, not to be those ones who will follow you for a little while. But when the lust of the eyes overpower the strength of our spirit, we abandon the cross. Help us, Lord, not to be those who pick up our cross and follow you for a little while. But when offense comes, we say it's not worth it. And we lay down the cross. Help us, Lord, not to just pick up our cross for the momentary excitement of, ooh, I'm going to follow Jesus. And then when the trial comes, We choose to lay it down and go back to the comfort of where we came. Jesus, would you help us to carry our own cross and to embrace it, not to try to find others to carry it for us, not to try to find others to do what only we can do. I saw a vision. And many spiritual warriors, many intercessors started down the path to that self-sacrificial life, the sanctified life, that consecrated life that he's called us to. But when it got too heavy, they laid down the cross. Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And it seems foolish. It seems foolish to the world to pick up your cross and to keep carrying it. When it's so heavy, you feel like you're going to be crushed under the weight of it. It seems contrary and it is contrary of the world for the, wor- for the, uh, the word of the cross is, it's folly to those who are perishing. The word of the cross, it's foolishness to the world. But listen, To us, to me and you who are being saved, it is the power of God. God, would you help us understand that the cross is the power of God. We want to walk in power. We want to walk in miracles. And we yet fail to see that we have to embrace the cross to go to the deeper realms, the deeper levels, to get beyond that veil. It's the power of God. The cross is the power of God. Help us embrace the cross and not just the power Help us to understand that true power comes when we do embrace the cross. When we pick it up and begin to carry it, you will grace us. You will make it possible for us to carry the cross. You wouldn't ask us to carry the cross if we couldn't do it. Help us to understand who we really are, that we have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives. Help us get this, God. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in Me and the life I live, the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What? On a cross. Help us, Lord, not to abandon our cross, knowing that there are rewards for those, for the true disciples, for the ones who are willing to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Beloved, Jesus said, "Whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take his cross, his cross, his cross, your cross, your cross, my cross, my cross, and does not follow me is not worthy of me and cannot be my disciple." This is this is what he said. The 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 man, the 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 the, the son of man, the, the 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 god, fully god, fully man, who experienced death on the cross, is saying, "If you don't." Die to yourself if you don't deny yourself, if you don't bear your own cross, you can't be my disciple. You're not worthy of me. Jesus, he never asks us to do something he wasn't willing to do. Oh, they tried to get him to come down from the cross. Do you remember that in Mark 15? They were taunting him. Save yourself, come down from the cross. That's how religion works in your life It's not even the unbelievers who are mocking you it's the religious spirits they don't understand that you're part of the remnant it's that religious church that they didn't they didn't like that you were so loud in worship that you danced a little too much that you shouted amen a little too much a little too fervent Save yourself, they said to Jesus, save yourself and come down from the cross. And many people who have walked down that pathway carrying their cross, who left it there on the side of the road and went back to the world's way, went back to religion's way, they listened to that voice that said, save yourself. You don't have to be so fervent. You don't have to be so committed. You don't have to do so much for the kingdom. Jesus made peace by the blood of his cross. Shara bashe ro mo shara bashe ke tero bo shara bashe ko teri bashe ke tero There's power in the cross. Help, help us, Lord, to live that life of self-denial, to live that life of true obedience, even when no one is looking, because you're always looking. We must decrease. That he increases beloved don't let the cross be offensive to you it's the power by which you were saved don't let the offense of the cross because it's so offensive to many don't let it be an offense to you but embrace it father give us the grace to pick up our cross and follow you and not to leave it on the side of the road when things get too hard not to leave it on the side of the road when it seems too much to bear not to leave it on the side of the road and go back to where we came from, a powerless life with no joy. Father, we thank you for the cross. We thank you for the cross. It is our privilege to deny ourselves. It is our privilege and our joy to live a life fully consecrated to you because that is the only way to live. And I thank you, Lord, that you realize that we're not perfect. We're not going to get it all right every day. But we can choose today to pick up our cross and keep carrying it until we've been fully conformed into your image, for that is our highest calling. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory to God, this call was not for the faint-hearted today. I knew God was trying to take us somewhere. I didn't know he was going to put us on the cross. (laughs) It is our highest calling. We have to understand, beloved, and I'm coming to this understanding more and more the older that I get. Bishop Bill Hammond really helped me to understand a lot of these things, but trials are not to be resisted like the plague. Trials are to be embraced for the work that they do on the inside of us. That's why James said to rejoice when you're in a trial. That's why James said that. I used to hate that scripture. I hate it like, oh, but I didn't like to read it. Beloved, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the trying of your faith works patience. Let patience have your perfect work. So you'll be a complete, a mature person lacking in nothing. I mean, what is scripture? Rejoice in trials. Why would God tell us to rejoice in a trial? Because when you're, In the middle of a trial, you're being conformed into his image. It's your cross to bear. And really, can I say this? When you're on your cross, when you're experiencing the crucifixion of your flesh, listen to me, listen to me closely. When you are experiencing the crucifixion of your flesh, no person can comfort you. Only God can comfort you. The good news is, is that he will comfort you. But our soul and our flesh wants The comfort of the world in the times of trial it's why we watch TV and eat food and some people do healthier things like exercise you can do anything in excess and it becomes an idol there is no comfort for the one in trial except comfort that comes from the Lord sure we can sympathize with each other we can be kind to one another we can help bear another's load in the sense that we can be a support but Only the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, he is the only one who understands the depths of the pain that we go through when we're being crucified. He is the only one. Jesus, the high priest of our confession, is the only one who really gets it. Some mature Christians will understand what you're going through and they can give you some wisdom for the journey. But Jesus himself is the only one truly capable of understanding what you are going through because your cross is unique to you. I said your cross is unique to you. You have your own cross to bear. It's not always the same as not be able to handle somebody else's cross because God hasn't graced you to handle, to carry their cross. And they might not be able to carry your cross. They might not be able to understand what it is you're dealing with. They might never be able to understand, but Jesus understands perfecting, your faith I know many of you are going through difficult things in this season but I would beseech you brethren by the mercies of God to take another perspective to adopt another way of looking at what you're going through why waste it why complain about it? it doesn't make it any better beloved it doesn't stop or negate or delay the reality that you're gonna have to face that we all have a cross to bear and it conforms us into the image of the son of God. And so, Father, would you help us to adopt this perspective today and to stop complaining, feeling sorry for ourselves and getting out of sorts and to accept what we cannot change, change what we can and to have the wisdom to know the difference so that we can walk in peace instead of resisting you instead of resisting you and the work that you're doing to conform us into the image of Christ. Do you not understand, beloved, that is your highest calling. Your highest calling is not to be an apostle or a prophet or a preacher or some best-selling writer or some worship leader that hits platinum albums, none of that. Your highest calling is to be conformed into the image of Christ. So we thank you, Lord, today that you give us grace as you conform us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You know, just get involved with what blesses you. But if you want to sew today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer Leclaire You can use the text to give. All these are listed for you on jenniferleclair.org. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can watch the love challenge. It's free. It's on school of the tv the love challenge. Episodes this week are going up about I can't even remember what I talked about yesterday. (laughs) About the kindness of God. We taped those for you yesterday and new episodes will be going up today about the kindness of God. The kindness of God. He's so kind. We had a good time taping that. And then uh, the new remnant uh, episode will be coming up today as well. You can go to schoolofthespirit.tv and register for those things. Jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. That's where you're going to find a lot of other free stuff that we have. Right now, there's only a few things up there. I need to schedule some more stuff. But I'm right in the middle of finishing a massive book about an epic vision that I had. Bless you. Love you. Have a great day. You have gifts, God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You wanna go deeper?